Mark Sahaba, the voice of Ahl Sunnah wal Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Nahmaduhu wa nusalli ala all praise due to Almighty Allah, the sustainer, nourisher and cherisher of the universe. Peace, blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader Nabi Muhammad Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Today is the 22nd of Jumad al-Ula 1443 and we continue with our report back of last week's lesson and last week's activities Almighty Allah Jalla Wala informs us As for the bounties, favors of Almighty Allah Jalla Wala you broadcast it, you mention it it, but attribute everything to Almighty Allah. min Rabbi. It's only the grace and mercy of Almighty Allah. As Nabi Sulaiman alayhi salatu wasalam said, Hada rahmatum Rabbi. As Hazrat Zulkarnain rahimahullah said, enshrined in the Noble Quran, Habibuna Mustafa sallallahu alayhi taught us, Malam yashkuri nas, lam yashkuri la, the people who are not great to humanity in reality are not grateful to all Allah so let us start with the morning program. MashaAllah, Brother Shafat Ahmad Khan is doing a splendid job and very good. The people also, the feedback we're getting now is very, very good. So Almighty Allah reward him for my Brother Shafat Ahmad Khan of Ispingo Beach, a person we know for many, many years because I married there and so forth. So MashaAllah, he is to get on very well with my uncle, auntie who passed away. Allah grant them all also Jannatul Firdaus. And thereafter, mashallah, that our other programs, Mona Zahid Khan also, mashallah, he started with us in the beginning of this year. And mashallah, he's progressed very, very well with his flesh news and with his programs. So Allah, Jalla wa Allah, reward him also abundantly. And mashallah, now he's our program manager also. So Almighty Allah, Jalla wa Allah, reward him also abundantly. Then our tafsir, mashallah, it's only the mercy of Allah that today we finish the 14 Jews in the archives and then I sent it out to you. So that is, you know, my brother Tobela, he prepares every day and sends it in mashallah. So big dua that we can complete the entire Quran Sharif. This is the fourth time we're finishing with Allah's help, but I want everything in sequence, you know, not must not be done haphazardly. Always in life, I always tell my colleagues, students and whoever else, as Muslims we must learn to do our duty with beauty we must have a sense of pride in our work not with arrogance arrogance is something else but we must do our work properly and do our duty with beauty 
Thereafter, the Q&A, mashallah, so Moana Khalid Yaqub is assisting us on Sundays. Hafiz Wadi is assisting us on Monday nights, mashallah. Moana Arafat is on leave next week, Monday, inshallah, inshallah, al-Aziz. We will have our new schedule, news programs, and everything, and Moana will be back, inshallah, al-Aziz. I will send it out on Wednesday, inshallah, the new schedule and the new programming. So, alhamdulillah, all the programs going well. The bliss of marriage, Moana Zahid, falls in there, mashallah, on Tuesdays, Wednesdays. So, Allah Ta'ala reward him also. And then I have Tuesday night of Seer and so forth day in Jami Masjid. Wednesday I go to Hazrat Muftisab. MashaAllah, Muftisab gave me his latest book also, and it is on Usul ul Fiqh, you know, uh, sorry, Usul ul Hadith, the principles of Hadith. And Hazrat used to always tell me, I must read that book. You see, a lot of information what I ask, you know, because Hazrat knows I like to ask a lot of questions. So, and you know, when we are alone, we discuss. So, you say, Oh, is Kitab Mehe, is Kitab Mehe, you must read that, you will find it there, and so forth, and so on. So, very good tahqiq. Hazrat loves tahqiq and research. Search, you know, Allah Ta'ala grant us that Mufti Rizal Haksab Siha Afia. Then Thursday, you know, I go to the barber, and as soon as I walked in, my friend, my brother Bilal Panoli told me, Suna apne. I said, Kya hua? He said, Wo bichara hafizab ko shoot kya. You know, we speak Urdu. So I said, Which hafizab? So he said, Hafizab Aswat. So today's one, we're calling it the report back on Shuhada, on martyrs, because you will see as we go along. So Chota Aswat, I know him for very, very many years, mashallah, the father. And you know when I came here, so Monday night I had Q&A, Tuesday night I used to have Tafsir in Jami Masjid, Wednesday night there in Nurul Islam, Thursday night in Sabri. So then slowly, slowly everything changed because then I started doing programs at night also on the radio, on CII and so forth. So they used to come pick me up, you know, Chota's sons, both of them, Hafiz, Hafiz uh, Yusuf and Hafiz Ridwan, Allah grant him Jannatul Firdaus. He left three children, his wife, his parents, Allah Ta'ala, the crooks came and what have you. So, you know, my one friend here, Hafiz Ibrahim, lucky, lucky, so lucky it is. So he says that two hours before that, the walk, the talk was going around, that these two people walking around and they seemed to be very suspicious. And the same person went in and shot him at point, point blank, you know. So anyway, Allah Ta'ala grant him Jannatul Firdaus al-A'la. Then Zohar time, I went to the masjid and I saw Chota making wudu and the father and I hugged him and I gave him a lot of himmat and courage, you know. And obviously he was very sad, he was crying. This type of crying is, you know, inna bifiraq mahzunun. I asked him, Ajisab, what's his age? He said 40, 41. So and he said he was reading the Quran yesterday also and he said, MashaAllah, I completed. So he used to read Taravi also, you know, he and his brother. And everybody tells me that because Taravi, I make my own, so I don't go here. And uh, that wonderful Taravi he used to read, you know. So Allah Ta'ala grant him the Jannah highest, highest stages. So then at Thursday night was the Janazah after Maghrib and I announced that 8 to 10 we will do a special program with Moana Zaid Khan because Moana Arafat is on leave. So, and then I had to go there. So, mashallah, a big crowd it was. It was announced for quarter to 8, but they had Janazah about 10 past 8 or so. Brother Yusuf, Hafiz Yusuf, the other brother, the, the elder one I think he is. So he made the Salatul 
Janaza and perform. And then I had to rush back, mashallah, with my brother, Muhammad Iqbal. So he brought me back. So he's my adopted brother. He's here in Lens, mashallah. He grew up there by us in Heidelberg, mashallah. So he also was telling me because he reads Tarawi Salat Day in Nurul Islam and he says what a wonderful reciter he was and so forth. Then Thursday night we had a good Q&A with Allah's help and mercy and Friday, mashallah, there was, you understand, our, you know, normal tafsir and so forth. In the morning we have in the masjid advices and all that nasiha and uh, not tafsir, is hadith actually. And then Sheikh Abdullah Awad Juhani, his first part of the khutbah was good about taqwa. Second part, I was very, very upset and disappointed. You know, how can you support a Saudi regime that is propagating 100% kufr, you know, and blasphemy? Any person in the street also will tell you that this, what they're doing, is 100% against Islam and so forth. But he's telling the people there, you must follow them and so forth. So how you can follow people who are out of the fall of Islam and so forth? So you see, that is what happens when you become too close to a government everywhere in the world so this type of things here so remember they go right off must remember it's very bad that and in islam that is a sign of the ulama esu of evil ulama that we must know what quran and hadith is saying and not be frightened to speak about it also therefore i challenge all these salafis still now in south africa and maybe in the arab countries you will find some but in South Africa till now I haven't heard one Salafi Sheikh Imam call him what, uh, speaking against the Saudi regime you know why they're all frightened they won't get wages so that is the thing Yu'minuna bil ghayb Quran said but they say Yu'minuna bil jayb let us use religion to pocket our money and that's the bottom line I'm coming to something else in the last five minutes okay you must remember so that was a very disappointing khutbah therefore I love to translate some points they take out very good and some points definitely we can't agree remember therefore we speak about it and so forth then mashallah then uh, Friday I went for Isha with brother Muhammad Khan and he had to Jami Masjid and I saw two hearse coming so wondering what's happening now so the Isha time so we asked they said no you don't buy here from Bangladesh so accident so then I found out after Isha these two brothers were traveling in their own vehicle and the tire burst and they capsized and both brothers passed away now this is also wrong you know so then they called me and told me perform janazah so I said no problem we'll make the janazahs but the box they had it not in the normal how we have it it was properly covered in boxes you know so I could make out that now they're going to send it there to Bangladesh. So this is an indictment, you know, that our people spend fifty, hundred thousand now for two brothers. Now what benefit there is? Now the the corpse and the body and whatever you want to call it, the mayit has to be mummified or put alcohol and what then what they're going to do? And then to send the body to Bangladesh, to Pakistan, to India, to Egypt, they all do it. All meaning these countries that I mentioned, that they will find. Most of them, when the people pass away, say, no, 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 we must send it. So in Islam, that is haram, remember that. By the time the janazah will take place, all that and all that, body, you know, take another two, three days. 
So imagine all the taklif and all that. But the person is a martyr. So Nabi alayhi salatu salam said, Sahibul Hadmi Shaheed. So in the year after all of them, our Hafiz Ridwan Aswad, our two brothers here from Bangladesh, so remember Allah grant them Jannatul Firdaus, our dua is with them. But what is wrong is wrong. We have to speak about that. Then on Saturday we heard about Hafiz A.K. Wade, his son Hafiz Muhammad, he was hijacked and yesterday they found the body and you know it was you know, uh, martyred, murdered and so forth. And this is another thing we must admit that our government, remember past 27 years they have set up a recipe for failure and what is the failure? Corruption, 1C Crime, 2C and then there's comrades business they had pals for jo- you know, jobs to, for their pals so you must remember that so giving their comrades and cadres and cadre deployment so that's what you called it so this has brought South Africa to its knees you must remember that has destroyed this country so that people get away with murder people can just come in your shop and wherever Allah alone protect us I mean that is the truth nobody can deny that so so many things are happening in South Africa and look at the petrol price, look at inflation. How can the ordinary man in the street really survive? They can't survive. So, so therefore, they will tell you, unem- what you need a holiday today, I'm asking you. What you need a holiday today? They had their Christmas on Saturday. You had yesterday Boxing Day. He said, no, if the public holiday falls on a Sunday, so Monday must. That's a nation, that's a lazy nation. Remember that. Go to Japan, go to China and see that how the people work. They've been to these countries. They, they get everybody involved. You must remember that. And they do. they service-driven. And South Africa, we're sleepy-driven, you know. So, therefore, you can't get much production here in South Africa and so forth and so on. So, if they want to take good decisions, but they themselves love it, you know. So, now they'll be off for one month and six weeks and so forth. Parliament will open maybe sometime in February. So what you expect in all these type of things here? Hopeless, you must remember that. So anyway, that just came by the way. Then yesterday we had a wonderful, mashallah, majlis with Azad Mufti Zawal Haqsab and Mona Buran, myself, we spoke and so forth. And I spoke about Islam and the holidays. So let me come to that now. We must be clear as Muslims. You will see today these professionals, you will see these sheikhs and maulanas and ulama who are bootlickers. There's no other word. All bootlickers who want to carry favor with the government, with the president, or with some ruler or some something, then they are saying you understand, happy Christmas and happy New Year, it's all haram all this absolutely haram it is in Quran Allah Ta'ala says Surah 5 verse 51, you love their culture, you become part and parcel of them Hadith Sharif Abu Dawood Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, man tashabbah biqawmin minhum." who imitates a people becomes part and parcel of them. His authentic hadith. Sayyidina Umar radiallahu anhu gave a clear-cut verdict and the fatwa of Sayyidina Umar is mentioned in Bayhaqi. Ijtanibu a'ada Allahi fi eidihim. Do you know when you say Happy Christmas, Merry Christmas, what you are saying? You are telling the Christian that yes, you are happy that they believe that Jesus, that Allah, God has a son. So you're promoting kufr and blasphemy. That's what you are doing. 
Understand the implications. For you, you might think you're doing very good, but see what you are saying. Maybe you don't even understand what you are saying. Absolutely haram it is. Even New Year is absolutely haram. So we, Shaykhul Islam Ibn Taymiyyah, Rahimullah, wrote a whole book on this. Iqtida'u siratil mustaqim li mukhalafati ashabil jahim. So it's a masterpiece for those who know Arabic and read it. You will find all this what I'm telling you there as well. So we need to be clear on these type of issues here. But you find some professionals who can't even know how to read Arabic properly looking inside, but you will find that they want to come past fatwas and verdicts and so forth. Then you get the sheikhs and the maulanas and this one and this one and oh, South Africa, you know who I'm talking about. So forever, they the same ones who closed the masjid, they the same ones who went to court and all that friends of the court. See, see today. The news is coming out now. The same Mulvis, the same Muftis, kicked out by their own trustees. So you must remember that. You Imam, we don't want you as Imam. Get out from here. That is what Allah said. Lahum fid dunya khizyu wa lahum fil akhirati azabun azim. Allah is going to disgrace you in this world. How dare you close a masjid? But they were proud about it. Make social distancing. One right wing, one left wing, one center forward. So what you are? You belong to the soccer team of shaitan. That's what you belong to. So what else can I tell you? So today what is helping you? So it's helping you nothing. So you must remember you're disgraced. So that's what you are. So that is what Islam is teaching us. Never carry favor with people. People remember Allah controls their hearts. So Allah will turn them how He wants to. But we want to boot leak people. We want to boot leak politicians. We want to boot leak governments. And what did help you? That forever it will be written in the history of South Africa, unprecedented in human history. South African Malvis, sheikhs, imams went to court, muftis, and so forth. Some of them died and passed away already. So you must remember for what? To close the masjid, they went to court. They joined the lesbians, you must remember, to close and our marriages and so forth, all that. So that will be written in history. So you can see already what is happening. So therefore, my message to you is very, very simple. That even this, let me make another three, four statements because many people are asking. One, when a non-Muslim passes away, to say rest in peace, you find a Muslim writing this kind of thing. You find the Sheikh writing this kind of things. You find the Imam there, Imam if you want to call him, Imam of Shaitan, yes, of Azhar, of Egypt, or whatever. So they say that I got the fatwa there, and I mentioned it in yesterday's Majlis there in Zakaria, that he say to celebrate uh, Christmas and so forth is not only permissible, you get sawab for it. Now when you got such Imams and such lecturer people, supposed to be giving people Muslim Islam Muslims guidance so what can you say you say such people are dull they are mudil scholars for dollars carrying favor with their rulers and so forth the Abrahamic accord make everybody mixed up put the Jews Christians Muslims all together and say no they must tell us happy Christmas so we must they will tell us happy Eid so we must tell them happy Christmas that is the rationale absolutely haram it is but that's where we are so now rest in peace what is rest in peace you are making dua for a person who died on kufr and shirk 
So what does Almighty Allah say for any person who died on Kufr and Shirk? I give you the three verses. If you don't believe in this, your name can be Ahmad Muhammad, your name can be Fatima Zainab, and you're out of the fall of Islam. Because you must remember, this is clear-cut Quranic verses. We don't have to carry favor with any person or politician. Surah number 33. Remember Surah Ahzab, verses 64, 65. Inna la'ana Verily, Allah has cursed the non-Muslims. They reject the Bi Muhammad sallallahu sallam. They reject the Quran Sharif. They reject the articles of faith. Wa'addalahum sa'ira. And Allah has already prepared prepared for them, the blazing fire, the furnace. They will dwell and stay there in Jahannam forever. People tell us, you can't judge. We're not judging. Allah is saying. We're only telling you what Allah is saying. You open the translation. Therefore, I'm giving you the reference. Chapter 33, verses 64-65. Now you try and make some other translation to cover, to, to bootlick people. So, la yajiduna waliyaw wala nasira. There is no helper, no protector for them. So any person who's sane and mature and he died, non-Muslim, whether he is this fate or that fate or whatever, but they're not Muslim, this is what awaits them. Second one, Surah 4, verse 48. Inna Allah la yaghfiru Verily, all Allah will never forgive those people who ascribe associated partners with all Allah. See the sadhus in India. That in the city of theirs, Hardiwar, they all got together full in full view of the whole world. They said, okay, we must prepare for genocide. These Muslims, we must exterminate them and finish them up. One billion Hindus, Mushriks, idol worshippers must take on the 200 million Muslims in India. If Muslims had to say that, then every newspaper almost in the world, every TV channel should have said Muslims, terrorists and Islam promoting terrorism. You hardly find anybody speaking in the media. Because you must remember, they all are together in this, in Islamophobia. They are the friends of one another. Al-Kufru Millatun Wahida. So they're all together. So they just, you know, marginalize it. No, it's a small group and us and this and all that. So that is how they play with the sentiments of people. All is documented, you can see it yourself. So that is where we stand. And Allah says He'll never forgive such people when they die in that state. Surah 4, verse 48. And then the people who sit on the fence, there's no shortage of them. South Africa, Africa, in the world, America, Europe, everywhere you will find. They want to play both sides, you know. They play our side and they play on the opposite side. So we don't need people like that. I tell them, you fence sitting on the fence is committing a major offense. So Allah, Allah says, when you sit on the fence, you play with Islam. Then remember Surah 4, verse 145. It is a girl that the hypocrites they will be in the lowest lowest layer of Jahannam remember that so that is all Allah teaching us one is nifaq amali 
that in action people lie, people commit breach of trust, people break their promises. So that is a major crime, but the person is still a Muslim. And one is nifaq in aqidah, in our hearts. So people will say, I'm Muslim, but lip service. But in the heart, they got nothing. They hate Islam. You must remember, I show you how they hate Islam. They hate Islam, discuss with them the penal code of Islam. That in Islam, for the crook, you must amputate his hand. For the person who committed fornication, give him hundred lashes in public. For adultery, give them the death penalty, stone them to death. See what they will tell you. They will tell you, no, this you have to review it. How can this be implemented in this day and this age? As though all might tell made laws for certain ages and certain places and certain spaces. So see, Islam is divine for all times, all places, all circumstances. So that is what you see. So we must be clear on these issues here. LGBT, people getting their daughters married to women. But the ummah want to praise such people. You must remember that. Say, no, there is this and all these type of things here. Go see. That didn't the people get daughters married to daughters, sons married to sons, to men and to men? So you want to call such people very good people? They consider it permissible, 100% their name can be Ahmad, Muhammad, whatever. So 100% out of the fall of Islam. So we must be very careful in this day and this age. The zamana we are living in is already the muqaddama and introduction of Dajjal. So Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Yusbihu rajulu mu'mina wa yumsi kafira. In the morning a person will be a believer a Muslim, in the evening non-Muslim or vice versa why all this? That remember that such a person that he sold his deen because of material worldly reasons, money or whatever, some assets and so forth. When I went to Maputo they told me about one person who I know Say, you know that person? I said, yes. So I asked him, where is he? He said, he's there. And he's married to a Shia. I said, inna lillahi. He said, he doesn't know about Shias. He said, he knows. He said, no, I will change them. So meaning that you'll get married to her, you love in sin, and Allah's curse is on you, and you love with that fool's mentality and say, no, I will bring her slowly, slowly into true Islam. That is where the Ummah sits today. We must be clear on these issues. Remember, people who close the masjid, Allah will disgrace you in this world and the year after. People who want to bootleg governments, Allah will disgrace you. People who say Shias are brothers and Muslims, Allah, Jalla, Allah will punish you in such a way. You see in South Africa how many examples already. So protect our deen and don't bother about criticism. Remember that our deen is the most precious gift which Allah gave us. And that is why Mustafa, Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Sahaba, then Tabi'in, and then the Tabatabi'in, Imams and the Awliyaullah, they gave their life for the preservation and propagation of deen. So therefore, I end off today's Nasiha, today's report back with the two Quranic Duas, chapter 3, verse 8. 
Ayat Rabbana la tuzikh kulubana Ba'da idadaytana Ya Allah, do not let our hearts get deviated After you have given us this guidance Wahab lana milladunka rahma Ya Allah, we are human beings We commit sin, we commit vices We have weaknesses You envelope us in your mercy Ya Allah, innaka antal wahab Verily, you are the best of giver And then the last one, the criteria, we leave this world with Iman and Islam. Surah 12, verse 101, Tawaffani Muslima wa alhiqni bisalihin, that, O oh Allah, let me die with Iman and Islam and unite me with the pious and devout servants. May all Allah Jalla wala, accept us for his deen. Okay, 2.30 to 3, inshallah, is Maulana Zahid Khan with Madrasa on A, 3 to 3.30, the repeat of this morning's Q&A with Brother Shafat Ahmad Khan. 3.35 to 4, Mufti Ahmad Khan Puri, Surah Al-Qariyah, the Tafsir in Urdu. 4 to 5, Mona Ridwan Kaji, Surah Muhammad, the Chapter 47 of the Noble Quran. A synopsis and summary of that. 5 to 7, Mona Khalid Yaqub. 7 to 7.30, the repeat of my Tafsir, and that is Surah Taha, verses 77 to 82. And thereafter, 7.30 to 8, Mona Rahimullah's advices, 8 to 10 live Q&A on Radio Al-Ansar, Marqas Sahaba and the voice of Ahlu Sunnah Jama'ah and Sirius FM, inshallah Aziz, between 8 and 10 with Hafiz Hussein Wadi and myself and then 10 to 11 Urdu lecture by Mufti Zarwali, he also passed away, so he used to study with us, he was right in the top classes, we were at the bottom, meaning starting, and he got there Bacho Kufar Akidah save yourself from the belief of the non-Muslims. So may Almighty Allah Jalla accept us all for His deed. Amin. Salamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Marcus Sahaba Online Radio, empowering the Ummah.